weekday podcast of Sugar Hill Church, where we desire to help you know God and discover your purpose. Whether you're exercising, driving, meditating, or just hanging out while you tune in with us today, thanks. We hope these next five minutes help you feel encouraged and inspired for your day. Hey, everybody, this is Chuck Allen, and thanks for joining me on another weekday podcast where I want to talk about how do followers of Jesus measure up. I want to go back where we've been the last few days in Paul's writing in the love chapter, 1 Corinthians chapter 13, and want to focus today on verse 8, where it says, Love never fails, but where there are prophecies, they will cease. Where there are tongues, they will be stilled. Where there is knowledge, it will pass away. What makes a person godly? It's a pretty good question. What makes a person godly? What would you say is the standard of measurement for a truly spiritual person? The amount of money they give, how often they go to church, how many poor people they feed, how elaborate are their prayers, how many scriptures they post on social media. I mean, the church that Paul is writing to in Corinth believes that the measurement of spirituality was the demonstration of spiritual gifts. In fact, they were so busy assessing their lives by their spiritual gifts, they'd forgotten about the key phrase here, love. Let's not forget that Jesus said that I want to give you this command. It's something new. He said, love one another. It's not an out of the ordinary thought. I've, I've been to some churches that use spiritual gifts to determine if one is truly a believer. I'm like, what in the world? If that's not it, What is the gauge that registers some degree of godliness? Well, Paul says in 1 Corinthians 13 that the gauge is indeed, without hesitation, love. I mean, remember, Jesus also taught this very thing. By by, by this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you what? Love one another. Love, pure, simple. Loving well is the gold standard. Not whether we sing well or teach well. But why does God determine our spirituality and our spiritual health by the way we love and not by the deeds we've accomplished or the way we use our gifts? Well, Paul answers the question clearly. It's because spiritual gifts are temporary. They're going to pass away, but love is enduring. Spiritual gifts are only a small part of the whole, while love is complete. Paul contrasts this God-rooted act of love with the things that will not last, the things that do have an expiration date. I mean, the temporary spiritual gifts are designated and designed to lead us to this one thing, love, which never ends. The gifts of knowledge, prophecy, or tongues are important God-given gifts with the purpose of growing the church. But they have a time and they have a place, and that time and place has an end. They were never intended for eternity. But the one thing that lasts forever through all of eternity is love. It never fails. It's never ending. It doesn't accumulate in our hearts until we give it away. It doesn't operate as a filling and emptying. I mean, a lot of times we don't even have it to give when we need to give it. When we're running on empty, if we simply ask God for his power we lack, he will always supply us with the power to love as he loves. But sometimes not until that very moment that we need it. God is often a very on-time God, especially when it comes to the conveyance of love. Sometimes we feel we just don't have it. I mean, and we just don't have anything to give. Certainly not the selfless, unconditional love God's called us to give. But he didn't call us to, to a love that we cannot extend. And I think that's important for us to know. 
If our hearts are willing and we ask, he will always empower us to love well. There have been plenty of times in my life I came to the end of my own capacity to act in a loving manner, and I've shown my hind parts plenty of times because of it. I knew the exact point in time I'd reached the end of my capacity. Then God's love kicked in and gave me this supernatural self-control of kindness and patience, all certainly outside my human capacity. The powerful stream of God's pure love can carry you along like he has me on too many opportunities because love never fails. As we get in the habit of realizing how powerless we are to love on our own, asking for a supply of God's love to give, dying to self and living for loving others, we begin to find ease in that cycle. It becomes a spiritual habit in our world. It's like building a streak of Jesus. The more we practice giving love away, the more we show love effortlessly. Receiving from God and giving to others is a cycle that continues, and it becomes natural and habitual the longer we practice it. Love that never fails, a bottomless supply. On this Good Friday, I remind you that that's the kind of love that allowed Jesus to lay on that cross and give his life that we could have life. God bless you, my friend, and thanks for joining me on today's weekday podcast. Thanks so much for joining us today for the weekday podcast. Our prayer is that the encouragement you just heard would help you live more like Jesus today. We would love to see you at Sugar Hill Church for one of our gatherings each Sunday at 930 and 11, and we're always streaming live at live.sugarhill.church. Thanks again for joining us today. As always, if today's message encouraged you, share it with friends and family by tapping the share button. Have an awesome day.